Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's open our Bibles this morning quickly to Acts chapter 4 and the 33rd verse. How many of you are enjoying on the lessons on the grace of God? Oh, nobody is enjoying. How many of you are going and meditating on it? Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to Acts chapter 4 and the 33rd verse. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Amen. And great grace was upon them all. Amen. How many of you believe this morning? The great grace of God. Amen. The great grace of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Not small, but the great grace of God. Not limited, but the great grace of God. Hallelujah. Was upon them all. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God's great grace gave upon all people who are praying in the upper room. Hallelujah. Amen. All those people in the upper room who were weak before were empowered by the grace of God. If you want to title this word, empowered by the grace of God. Last week we heard inspired by the grace of God. This morning, empowered by the grace of God. Empowered by the unmerited favor of God. Empowered by the supernatural ability of God. Empowered by the good report of the Lord. Empowered by the goodness of God. Oh, praise God. How many of you want this morning to be empowered? Oh, hallelujah. Say, I will be empowered. Before this evening is over, I will be empowered by the grace of God. Lift your hands and say, I will be empowered by the grace of God. Hallelujah. I will be empowered by the favor of God. I will be empowered. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Great grace came upon all of them. They stepped into the grace of God. I don't know why you have come here, but if you are here this morning, we pray for what? To step into God's grace. Every time we pray is to remember the grace of God. When we come together, grace upon grace, what do we remember? Not our pains, not our messes, not our mistakes, but we remember the grace of God. And we remember not our past, but we remember our future enabled by the grace of God. This morning I pray that your future shall be enabled by the grace of God. I pray 2018 will be enabled by the grace of God. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. You will not be a weak person in 2018. You will be empowered. Hallelujah, in strength upon strength. Hallelujah, in 2018, you will be empowered by the grace of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Acts 4, 33 says, great grace. Somebody say the grace of God is God's riches at Christ's expense. They expanded. G-R-A-C-E, God's riches at Christ's expense. But to come into a practical life, we can say it is the fuel of Christian life. God's unmerited favor is the fuel of the Christian life. Are you tired? Are you weak? Are you feeling depressed? You need fresh fuel. Praise the Lord. Are you a young person? You need the fuel of God's grace. Hallelujah. To set your life apart unto God. You are a hallelujah married person. You need the grace of God to keep your family together. You are a minister of the gospel. You need the grace of God hallelujah to set your life consecrated holy and obedient unto God you need the grace of the living God praise the Lord it is the fuel of the Christian life is grace amen some people it's like 
medical shop. When you have a problem, when you have a disease, you go to medical shop to buy a medicine. Grace is not medicine. It's fuel. It can be used as medicine, but grace is not a medicine. When you need it, suddenly you go and get it. When you have a problem, you go and get it. When you have a disease, you go and get it. When you have a, pro, uh, a financial breakthrough that you need, you go and get it. But after that, what? Praise the Lord. But fuel. How many of you know? Your engine, your vehicle needs fuel every day. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies, they never comes to an end. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. You need the grace of God every day of our lives. So not on a Sunday, not on a Friday. You need the grace of God every day of our lives. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It is a supernatural ability of God. Today, God will fill you with that fuel. How many of you believe it? Look at somebody and say, God is going to put your tank full. God is going to fill you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The meaning of grace is the supernatural ability. Because beyond your stomach pain, beyond your financial blessing, there is a purpose God has set here on earth. Praise the Lord. That's why I said it's a fuel. Somebody asked, what will you do after God blesses you? What will you do after God heals you? What will you do, God, after delivers you? What will you do with your children after God gives it to you? What will you do? What will you do after that? If you don't have an answer to that, your Christian life will become boring. It will become depressed. It will become, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah, something that is very dry. It will become something that is, hallelujah, praise the Lord, without expectation. It is the grace that is empowers you, that gives expectation to your future. It gives hope to your future. Grace every day says, I have a future. I have an expectation. Hallelujah. I can see something. Hallelujah. Much more greater than what I saw today. I need a new grace. It's a result of expectation. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Grace is a supernatural ability. What you can't do with your ability. The Bible says Pharaoh, an Old Testament picture of the devil, the enemy. When Israel was in captivity, was asked to make bricks, but did not give straw. The devil will always try to tell you to do something, but he will not give you the material or the ability to do it. Have you noticed it? The devil will always lead you, always tell you to do things, but you will never receive the ability or the supernatural empowerment to do it. But when God tells you to do something, he will give you the ability. I am here because God gave me the ability, praise the Lord, to come from another state and to put my feet on this state and to preach, hallelujah, year by year, day by day, praise the Lord. It's an ability, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why somebody else can't do it? Because I have received, hallelujah, the supernatural ability and the favor of God. Oh, come on church this morning. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It is like the devil telling you to make a sandwich, but he won't give a jam or a butter or a bread. He will tell you to make a sandwich. God tells you to give a sandwich. Let me tell you, even before he tells you, he has kept the jam ready. He has kept the bread ready. Come on. He has kept the butter ready. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He will give you the ability to do it. God is telling some of you, you are sitting in darkness. You are sitting in depression. You are sitting in lack because God has already given it to you. Believe that he has already given it to you. Open. Let the eyes of your understanding be open to see it. The ability. He gives you the fuel, the strength, the energy to do it. A pastor was saying he was traveling for the last six to eight months every day. Nation to nation, city to city, every day almost ministry. 
every day almost meeting and he thinks and he people thinks you know he doesn't have to come back to the family he said to keep the peace of the family i have to make a cup of coffee and a tea for my wife too i have to take care of my own children too i have to raise them up i have to provide for them it is not that pastors and leaders doesn't have any other work they are the most busiest if you study their lives if you learn their lives they are the most busiest yet they are successful yet they are doing a work yet they are taking the challenges that they are taking the pressures why because there is an ability are beyond their ability it's called the supernatural ability of the holy ghost and i pray that the same ability of the holy ghost will come upon you hallelujah i myself have hardly slept for the last 3 days standing here this evening hardly slept yesterday i slept for maybe 3 and a half hours day before they be one and a half hours but when the ability the fuel comes You can say, Yeshu acha hai, Yeshu acha hai, Yeshu acha hai, acha hai. Amen. Any moment you can say that that God is so good. Man, this morning you might have tried to overcome certain things by your own ability, and you were defeated. The Lord is telling you where you were defeated in the yesterday years. You will not be defeated this year. Come on, church, this morning. where you were defeated where you failed in the yesterday years you will not be defeated the grace of god has appeared unto all men come on the grace of god has appeared unto all men i like the malayalam version he says the grace of god has risen over all men ah, praise the lord when the sun is risen and you close all the windows that sunlight will not reach you you have to open your heart come on come on you have to open your heart hallelujah for that grace of god hallelujah to shine over your life and transform your life and bring permanent changes and bring permanent results you need the grace of god if you believe it put your hands together give a clap offering make some noise wala wala doodala wala wala udavala daragal andala wala wala doodala wala wala thora wala sambala doodala wala janadala wala siya Victory by the blood of Jesus. Moses left Egypt fearing Pharaoh, but having received the grace, stood before the same Pharaoh and said, "Hey, thus saith the Lord, let my people go." The Lord is saying, in the old days, what you feared before those same things that you feared, you're going to stand again. You're going to stand again. it might be the addictions it might be those failures hallelujah wherever the devil hallelujah put a scare on your face hallelujah the same 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 when jesus stood out of the tomb and he said peace on the top of the tomb was caesar's sword outside outside was caesar's sword picture caesar's face picture why people outside looking at the tomb should be scared but jesus came out Jesus was not scared of what was outside. Yeah, come on. Come on. He came out in the midst of them. Peace. 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 That same Christ is inside of your heart. Come on. It's the same Jesus is in your heart. Hallelujah. You don't need to be scared what is outside. Hallelujah. You can say peace. Come on. Oh, Rabba kara samba ruta manade skora badarsia. The Bible says Caesar told the soldiers to tell a lie. What what's the lie? If anybody ask you where is Jesus the disciples stole it how many of you have ever gone there the train station where have you seen those olden days where the train used to uh, pass through the road and somebody used to watch praise the lord why do you they they used to watch because when they hear the train at 3 minutes back they'll put the red signal and and then they, they they will close the gate just imagine one of the days the station, station master or the watchmaster just left off 
and did not close the gate and somebody did not know the train was coming some car came in the midst of it and he was smashed by the train you think that the court is going to leave the station master free you will be punished hundred times worse was the punishment if you disobeyed what Caesar said if you allowed Jesus to be stolen hundred times punishment the soldiers would have gotten but they were never killed you know why because I the Caesar knew it was a lie everybody knew it was a lie but Jesus broke that lie. This evening God is going to say there are lies that was hallelujah sealed against you. There was light that was spoken against you. But this morning in the blood name of Jesus you are going to break the seal in the name of the Lord. And you are going to say thus say the Lord. Thus say the Lord. Thus say the Lord. Peace. God is going to cause you to stand the same places. Once that was failed, once that was sealed, your blessing was sealed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your job was sealed by a lie. This morning that let life be, ha, that yai be broken in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. There are so many lies that are spreading inside the church. But this morning, by the peace of God, I cancel every lie. I cancel the lies of the enemy. I destroy the lies of the enemy in the name of Jesus. How many of you are here this morning? Don't be upset when the doctor's report came and said it's cancerous. Don't be upset when a financial report comes and say you are in debt. Ask the Lord to release fresh grace. Come on. I'm not going to be intimidated. Grace can overcome anything. Look at somebody and say grace of God can overcome anything. Hallelujah. There is nothing in this world that you can't overcome. Hallelujah. You are an overcomer through the power of the holy name. You are overcome through the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Doctors said you will not give birth. But I tell you in the name of Jesus you will give birth. Your uterus will produce uh, children in the name of Jesus. Uh, hallelujah. That leg uh, will be resurrected. Uh, that union will be blessed. Uh, oh, I feel an anointing over it. Uh, everybody who is praying for a child take it in the name of Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last week, somebody came with a testimony who said, the doctor said that the child will be difficult to be born in that person. But last week, that couple came and said, we are pregnant. Come on, church, this morning, we are pregnant. Some of you in the coming weeks are going to say, we are pregnant, we are pregnant, we are pregnant. Declare it, declare it, declare it, come on. The grace of God empowers the one who is not pregnant to be pregnant. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Five facts about grace this morning. Hallelujah. Grace is the fuel of God's power. The fuel that you need every day. Look at somebody and say, grace is the fuel of God's power. Amen. It empowers you. Today being a Father's Day, I want to take a small direction and want to bless the fathers. How many fathers are here in this house? Praise God. This morning, the Holy Spirit is saying, fathers are going to be empowered. Mm, 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 mm. Praise the Lord. Fathers are going to be empowered. Pastor, I'm not a father. Believe that you're going to become one. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your hands up. I'm a father. Declare it by faith. I'm a father. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Genesis 18, 18 to 19. Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him, for I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord, to do righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. Amen. Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. 
and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him for i have known him Ah, praise God. Fathers, I want to tell you something. He has known you. Oh, come on. He has known you. Hallelujah. He has known what you are going through. Praise the Lord. Your wife might not understand. Hallelujah. The hallelujah. Family might not understand. But he knows your thoughts. He knows what you are going through. Even amidst the greatest struggle, he knows you. Come on. Hallelujah. Fathers, he knows you. He knows me. He knows you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He knows you. And he will empower you. He has empowered Abraham, number one, to be a man, to be a husband, and to be a father. Praise the Lord. The fathers in the Old Testament or in the New Testament in society are supposed to be the dominant figure. Not to dominate, but to be a role model. Not to just to be a male, but to be a man, a husband, and a father. I want to tell you fathers, you are not just a male, but you are supposed to be a man. You are supposed to be a husband. You are supposed to be a father. You are supposed to give the family, hallelujah, a direction. Praise the Lord. Oh, come on church. You are supposed to be a role model for your children. You are supposed to be empowering your wives, empowering your children. Praise the Lord. You are the one who is supposed to give them a direction for their spiritual life. Fathers. Somebody said, love gives the ring. Lust removes the ring. A father gives a ring to your wife out of love, commitment. Fathers be committed. Don't remove the ring and lust after the beauty of other women. Or vice versa. Fall in love with your wife. Fall in love with your children. That they should know that you are irreplaceable. Oh, glory to God. Your man is irreplaceable. Rapaka. Nobody feels that. People are scared. You are replaceable. But I am telling you as the father of this church, you are irreplaceable. Come on. Glory to you. are irreplaceable. Hallelujah. You are a man, a husband, and a father. One thing that is worse than having a home without a father is a father not being a role model. The greatest affliction is when there is a home without a father. But even greater affliction is when you have a father who is not a role model. There are 5 million children in the world without a home, without a father figure. Forget about the father. Without a father figure, such is the affliction. Even Paul writing to his church, he said in 1 Corinthians 4 and the 12, you have many teachers, but you have only one father. I have fathered you in the, through the gospel of jesus christ hallelujah praise the lord there are so many people who would have taught you scriptures but i am the one who empowered you come on praise the lord and i am irreplaceable praise the lord hallelujah glory to god your spiritual fathers are irreplaceable glory to god they are empowered to be spiritual fathers over your life what all they are empowered for one timothy and the five eight he is empowered to provide one timothy five and the eighth verse but if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. He is worse than an unbeliever. How many of you know our God does not want us to be worse than unbelievers? He will empower you to provide for your family. Glory! 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 Don't worry about how you will provide the best for your family. My God will supply all your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He will empower every father, every man, hallelujah, in this house to provide for your own. Hallelujah. Abraham was a man, a husband and a father, a role model for us. He was a provider. Number three, he was a man of prayer. Father should be the spiritual influence over a family. 
God empowers you to be a man of prayer. Abraham was a man of prayer. That is why the Bible says in 18th and 19th verse, when you read, he said why he knew him and he chose Abraham to be the father. There is a reason why he chose him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In Genesis chapter 18, 18 and 19, if you put, put it in the thing, hallelujah, there is a reason that God chose Abraham. It is said there, there is a reason. Hallelujah. What was the reason? For I have known him in the order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they may keep the way of the Lord, to do righteousness and justice, and the Lord may bring Abraham what was spoken of him. He said, I have empowered him. I have chosen him. For what? That he will command the children. Oh, come on. Children don't feel bad if you are commanded to walk in the ways of God. God created the new covenant, initiated the new covenant of God's grace and favor through the blood of the Lamb. Through Abraham in the Old Testament, he initiated it through the Abrahamic covenant. Why? Because he would teach his people, his children after the ways of Christ. Come on. A good father will command his children. That's why if you know me, I will never keep you close beyond this hand. I will never get close to anybody to the point that I cannot correct or correct her. Praise the Lord. Why? You have to command them in the right ways. You have to make them like Christ. Paul's cry was, I have been labor pain till Christ is formed in you. Not money has come into your bank account. That will all come. Not your blessings are through. It's all through. But till Christ is formed in you. Hallelujah. He was a man of prayer. Prayer is like a putting a roof on your house. You can have all the things inside the house, isn't it? Good chairs, good car. But just imagine having a house where there is no roof. Come on, church. Everything outside will come inside. All the rain, all the storms. Let me tell you, when you don't pray, when you don't have a fatherly covering, when you have fathers who don't pray, hallelujah, the roof will not be there above your houses, above the church of God. Every principalities, every authorities, every powers of the enemy has an intrusion into your house. But the man in the house prays. The man of the house prays. The man of the house is empowered by the grace of the living God. There is a roof above your house. There is a roof above your table. There is a roof above everything God has given you. I call you today as a man of prayer. On the Father's Day, be a man of prayer. Hallelujah. Every time I travel and come back home, the first thing I do is to cover my roof. Whether it's the church or whether it's my own family, to cover the roof through prayer, through applying the blood. Hallelujah. Number three, number four, empowered. A father is empowered to bless. Abraham blessed Jacob, Isaac Isaac blessed Jacob. How do you bless us fathers in a practical way? In Genesis chapter 27, you can read verse 21 and 26 at home. The first thing when Isaac blessed Jacob, the Bible says he felt him, he touched him. Every son whose father is alive, I want you to go and tell him, I thank God for your hugs. I thank God for your kisses. I thank God for your touch. You are empowered to touch your children. If you correct him once, if you attack him once, you should hug him seven times. Come on. Hallelujah. His women with self-esteem, you can know him. She was hugged by her daddy. Father or pastor, we are not a touchy family. Yeah, that's why you have become very touchy. You know why you are touchy? Because nobody has ever touched you. If you are hugged by your daddy, you are strong inside. You are not touchy for every small thing. Pastor didn't smile. Pastor didn't pick up my call. Pastor didn't read my messages. Pastor read the messages through blue lines are there, but did not. 
my husband did not say hello some husbands are scared if they have forgotten to say hello and to come back not hello praise the lord it's always good to say bye i'm not saying that there was one preacher today's father's day is it okay if i take a little time there was this preacher went to america to a associate preacher's home and and to minister the word of god in that city and this traveling preacher heard this this uh, preacher whose church he went to preach you know they were having supper supper in, uh, in their house and every single thing he's asking darling can we eat darling is it time to wash our hands darling is it time to pray darling is it time for the dessert darling is it okay we start eating before you so this preacher thought i understood what the problem is if this pastor this 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 pastor in america doesn't call her wife darling at least four times he had a rough day he had a bad day we know that the darling is the boss of the house is what this guy thought so he asked him pastor is it your routine is it your hobby i mean why are you keep saying darling 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 so he said i'm calling her darling just to know just for my children just for me to understand there is a darling living in the house invisibly cooking for you when you go to work invisibly keep the house ready when you come back invisibly doing all the good things for you i am just acknowledging her and i want her to know that we understand and we value this darling praise the lord that's the reason hallelujah not because i'm scared of her not because i'm afraid of her it is her to know that she is alive there praise the lord she is doing something for us praise the lord come on fathers hallelujah glory to god hallelujah you need to touch her and to know that she is there praise the lord acknowledge her appreciate her appreciate your children touch them kiss them hug them scientifically it is proven that your blood pressure comes down when there is touch it is scientifically proven there is strong emotional health when meaningful touches it is scientifically proven that there is bond that is created when there are meaningful holy touches it is scientifically proven that it energizes your life come on daddy the heavenly daddy has touched us i pray that you will touch your children too he empower to touch him hallelujah three ways isaac blessed jacob number 2 the bible says he kissed him he kissed him fathers day take time to kiss your children amen hallelujah i've told my children however old you become one thing cannot stop me from doing is to kiss you hallelujah glory to god number 3 he spoke a verbal blessing fathers empower to bless attach a high value that word blessing means to attach a high value speak to them as if they are somebody praise the lord praise the lord come on joseph come on come the time come 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 fast fast come praise the lord look at your son and say you're going to have a great future son my second one is here huh? praise god otherwise i had it <laughs> look at him and say hey you're going to be the best cricket player say you're going to be the best drummer you're going to be the best servant of god yeah. you're going to be better than your appa praise yeah. the lord Ha, glory to God. You're going to carry my generation. You're going to take my mantle. You're going to take into the ends of the earth. You are going to be open, hallelujah, in excellence, in science, in uh, arts, and literature. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. You have to look at your children and give them a verbal blessing. It stirs up the gifts of God. 
It's stir up the anointing of God. Come on, come on. I look at you today and say, you are unique, praise the Lord. You are, hallelujah, unique people with unique graces and unique giftings. Hallelujah. You will be empowered. Your generation will be blessed. You will be married to important people. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your life will be blessed. Your life will be set apart. You will serve the Lord. Your generation will serve the Lord. You will have, hallelujah, greater anointing than you have ever had before. You will be man of excellence. You will be women of excellence. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Before I gave this message, I prayed over my three children. I prayed over my wife. I said, Lord, empowered to bless. I value. Amen. Give a clap offering to Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. To do that on a daily basis, your children should know you have put them in the pedestal. Put them on your stage. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It is called the future-oriented words. Every time you speak like that, you're creating a future for them. You're directing them into their future. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's why every time you criticize or correct, Seven more times you have to say something positive about them. That's the challenge, but you have to do it. See how your child will turn to be a world beater, a history maker. Praise the Lord. We take it for granted. I sent a message this morning to my spiritual father. Thank God for your hugs. Thank God for your kisses. Thank God for the words of affirmation and words of blessing. Hallelujah. You are irreplaceable in my life. I looked at my dad and said, Abba, you are irreplaceable. Thank God. We value your hugs, your kisses, your generational blessing. There is nobody like you. You are the best. Oh, come on, children. Come on, children. Come on, children. Future-oriented words. You need to keep them straight. But in the same time, you have to give them space where you can. Praise the Lord. I don't stop my children watching maybe once in a way WWF. I am less spiritual than you. I make them watch Avengers movie. I am less spiritual than you. I give them space where I can give them. Come on, church. But I also say, you are marked by God for his kingdom. You are marked by God. I am looking at you this morning. Whatever the devil has done for your, against your life, you are marked for God. You are marked by God. No enemy will touch you. Oppression will far away from you. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Put your hands together. Say, I am the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. The heavenly father is saying the same thing about you. Hallelujah. Amen. Grace is a fuel. It empowers you to be a good father. You can empower your son by transmitting that grace. Amen. It empowers, fifth thing, it empowers you to be wise. Know the fights, fathers, that you should take and you should avoid. You should have the wisdom to fight the fight that is worthy of fighting. And don't fight fights that are not necessary. Don't major on the minor and minor on the majors. Only fight those battles which needs to be fought. It's a big silence now. <laughs> don't waste your energy. Waste your time. Don't save. And don't compare. Oh, you should have been like that husband. You should have like this son, that daughter. Don't waste my time. Pastor, you should have been like that pastor. No, I am this pastor. I am Pastor Chaku. Praise the Lord. Go with them to play. Go with them to gym. Go with them to play the cricket cards. Because they'll remember it. When they call to church when they are teenage years, they'll remember not how many times you call for family prayer. The time that you took time to play a little cards with them and said, my daddy played cards with me, so I will go with them for this prayer. Oh, come on, church. Come on, church. 
Come on, church. Number five, active commitment. 2 Samuel chapter 6 and the 20th verse. Fathers need to be empowered with active commitment. Active. Should be always active. Hallelujah. 2 Samuel 6 and the 20th verse. Then David returned to bless his household. And Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious was the king of Israel today, uncovering himself today. David returned and blessed his household. When you return back after your work, bless your household. Always be active. When you come back after a hard day's work, not words of complaints and curses, how much I've worked for this family, how much I've done this. No, go back and bless the household. Be there, be active, be the dominant person. Recreate, hallelujah, a space, an atmosphere of blessing inside the house. Then the wife will take it from there. Oh, come on church. Come on church. You give her the seed, she will, hallelujah, harvest it. Ah, come on. Come on, come on. What seed that you release, she will harvest it. Amen. Mikhail did not value it. She never harvested in your life again. Wives value husband. When they come to bless, don't put them down. Praise the Lord. Be active. Joshua said in 110 years, as for me and my family, we shall serve the Lord. Be a Joshua man. No matter, hallelujah, praise the Lord. We have to say whatever negativity around you, praise the Lord. You have to say, as for me and my family, we shall serve the Lord. We will not be ashamed of Jesus Christ. We will fight for our family. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. No matter, there are two houses down the lane into parties and drinks. As for my rompa. as for me and my family, we shall serve the Lord. Come on, church. Glory to God. Raise up. Hallelujah. A godly family. Do not neglect your family. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It will bring unity and blessing over your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The greatest father of all is our heavenly daddy. He is the father to the father. He is the defender of the widows. He is our daddy. The father. My dad is the greatest. Have you seen Rush Hour? My daddy is the greatest daddy. Jackie Chan. Chris Tucker saying, my daddy is the greatest. I want to tell you this morning, my daddy is the greatest. Praise the Lord. End up and I praise the Lord. Sorgatile up and I praise the Lord. The one who sent his only son to die for me. Hallelujah. He loved his only son. But he, hallelujah, found it justly. Hallelujah. Found it okay to crush him. Because he loved you more, my brother. He crushed him. And the Bible says, if I crushed the most important thing. Will I not give you all things? He's a heavenly daddy. Before I came here, my spiritual daddy told me something. He said, son, I see a hand underneath your leg. The Lord is lifting you up in mountains that you could never climb. Praise God. I'm releasing that blessing over your life. Let the same hand be underneath you and make you climb over mountains you will never climb hallelujah release it i release it over your life i release it over your life i release it receive it now if you're envious about it sit there and waste your time praise the lord hallelujah in 1929 in paris olympics game there was a man called bill havens everybody knew that he was good in the rapids in canoeing everybody was sure he will get the gold but just before he was getting onto his plane for the Olympic game, he came to know that his wife is going to be in labor and she is going to give birth to his first child. The wife pushed him to go for the Olympic medal because all his life he worked for this one day. But the shock to this wife and to the entire Olympic world, he quit that Olympics 
and refused to go. He said, I would rather sit at home and take care and to be there when my first child is to be born. And uh, came Frank O'Havens. In 1929, Frank Havens was born in April. His father always wondered how it would be like wearing the gold medal for his nation. But he said, I would never regret it because greater was the moment when I had this son. In the next 24 years, he taught his son all that he has learned. He poured in his life to make him a canoe, a rapid in the rapids and canoeing, the fastest. He gave all his ideas. And then the next Olympics after 24 years was in Finland. And the Frank Olivens, Havens, his son, qualified for the finals. And the next day, a telegram came. Dear Daddy, thank you for waiting on me when I was born. I want to tell you, I am coming back with a gold medal that you have so desired. My heavenly dad never regretted when he sent his only son, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He took care of you. Everything that you are going through in your life is to make you a gold medalist. Come on, church. Praise the Lord. He's empowering you. All that you are going through in your life, uh, it is not wasted. He's empowering you this morning to be a gold medalist because he said, I don't want the success. I destroyed the devil, but I don't want to expand the kingdom. I don't want to expand the kingdom without you. There are successes. There are victories that the Holy Spirit, that our Father God wants to receive it through your life. Oh, come on, church. And be like the heavenly daddy. Be like the Frank Evans. Empower your children. Empower. And so you will become better than me. Oh, come on, child. Hallelujah. Jesus said the same things that you, I did, you did. But greater things. You'll do better things. Greater things. Be, hallelujah, empowered. Grace is the empowerment to be. How many of you on this Father's Day, hallelujah, will ask the Lord to be a great father. Hallelujah. An active father. Praise the Lord. Lift your hands. And all the fathers, hallelujah, ask the Lord for the fuel of His grace. Hallelujah. To fill your life this morning. Come on. Lift your hands and ask the Lord. If you have the Spirit of God allowed to work in you, come on. Hallelujah. Don't regret the sacrifices you have made. Hallelujah. Behind that, there is a gold medal. Behind that, there is a gold medal. Don't be upset about the regret, about the sacrifices you have made for your family, for your children. They will see it. They will value it. They will come on the other side. Hallelujah. Better than you. Victorious than you. Glory. I feel that in a grace of God filling your life, anointing of God filling your life. Fathers, fathers, may you be empowered in the blood name of Jesus. May you be empowered. May you be empowered. We give you praise. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Empowered to spend time. Empowered to bless your children. Empowered to bless your family. Empowered to bring them together. Fathers, I release anointing of unity that brings the family together. The unity together. The church together. Glory! In Jesus' name. Amen. If you believe it, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Receive it by faith. Empowered fathers does not have to say, Submit to me. The women and children thrive in submission. Glory. What is the grace of God? Number two, five facts about the grace. We only finished one. Acts 11 and the 23rd verse. Acts 11 and the 23rd verse. When he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all with purpose of heart. They should continue with the Lord. When he came, he saw the grace of God. Grace of God is visible. You can see it. When God's grace is over your life, you don't have to tell anybody. 
You can look into his life, into his family, maybe into his face, and know that there is full of grace. Even Krabayolavana, Krabayolavana, visible, Kedlarka Kanapatana. Oh, praise the Lord. Galatians chapter 2 and the 9th was Galatia Karkadia and Damatia, Mumbavatavaki. And when James, Cephas, and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that had been given to me. Paul is saying, when the apostles saw the grace that was upon me, they believed. Oh, come on. The same Paul who once used to cheat, once used to persecute the Christians. Now the apostles, when they saw the grace of God upon the same Paul, they said, my God, this has to be God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, there is a time that is coming. You are going to shock you. Ah. Praise the Lord. And the people around you are going to be shocked seeing your life. Seeing the grace of God. Even even Is this the guy that the grace came? You are going to shock yourself. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say, I am going to shock myself. Oh, come on. When the grace comes. <laughs> glory to God. We as a church are going to shock ourselves by the grace of God. Come on, come on, come on. Let there be a visible grace in your family, in your finances, in your churches, in our homes. Hallelujah. There was such a permanent radical change, special changes in Paul. The Lord told me, this is a day that special changes are going to come because of grace. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Pastor was saying he was a man who had beard, who had ganjas, who used to smoke, who was under the power of alcohol and drugs and knives and parties and friends. And I said, when today people hear that, you know, his friend saying, where are you going? You're going to Cornerstone Church. Who's preaching there? Pastor Rajit. That guy here, preaching. When God's grace come upon your life, come on, you will shock yourself. You will shock somebody else. Let this be here, my brother. You will shock yourself. And you will shock somebody else. Glory. Come on. Come on. Receive it, somebody. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Glory. The one who persecuted the church, Saul of Tarsus, has become Paul, the apostle. Come on. Let the Lord remove the spirit of blindness this from in this morning from our lives this morning to see how the grace of God, hallelujah, upon a visible upon our lives. How many of you will believe that this morning? Hallelujah. Amen. The healing, the deliverance, the financial breakthroughs, hallelujah, the church planting, hallelujah, glory to God, the fruitfulness that we believed, we heard about this year, we will see it, we will see it, we will see it. Look at somebody. What you heard, you will see. What you heard, you will experience. Look at somebody and say, What you heard, you will see in the name of the law. Some people's addictions will leave. When the grace is going to be visible. Huh? Cigarette smoking will leave. The grace is going to be visible on your lips. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Glory to God. The cigarette will not be able to go in because there's a grace. Too much of grace. So much of grace. It won't stick there. Too much of grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a grace where there is too much of grace in your bank account because you are a tither, you are a sower. There is too much of grace in your bank account. Debt cannot enter in glory. That's what the great grace. That's what Jesus' great grace was upon him. Third fact, Acts chapter 13, 43. I'll go fast. Third fact about grace. Now, now when the congregation had broken up, many of the Jews and devout proselytes 
followed Paul and Barnabas who speaking to them persuaded them to continue in the grace of God to continue in the grace of God which means grace can be discontinued you can move in the flesh you can move out of the grace you can take the grace in vain just continue in the unmerited favor of God continue in the supernatural ability of God in your Christian walk continue in the good report of the cross continue in it don't discontinue there is a discontinuing spirit this morning I saw it I fought it in my spirit and I received a breakthrough when we pastors prayed together we said the discontinuing spirit be broke yeah 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 every person every home every person who is listening to the sound of your voice even in the camera hallelujah praise the lord let me tell you hallelujah you will never discontinue you will continue in the grace of the living god when you are discontinuing you get tired you quit you step outside of the grace of god come on church otherwise you will see stepping into the unmerited favor of god stepping into the supernatural ability of god where you are not limited by a sunday meeting come on we are not limited by a sunday meeting look at somebody and say you are not limited by a sunday meeting amen when we step out of the sunday meeting come on the lion does not know how big he is ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. come on when you go out of the sunday meeting don't go like a pussy cat anakenda velipariyathilla krupayullavan avante velipariya praise the lord hallelujah you cannot control him with a stick you cannot control him with a disease you cannot control him with the bad news you cannot control him with the bad report hallelujah he knows hallelujah you have to increase in that grace hallelujah amen this great grace is not for today it is to keep you till jesus comes back a second time praise the lord amen hallelujah we need to move in that kind of a grace to keep our lives till jesus comes by the grace of god hallelujah how many of you will receive it this morning hallelujah say i walk in that grace till jesus come back a second time amen my family will walk in that grace my children will walk in that grace my generations will walk in that grace leaving that grace will lead you to disgrace amen the fullness of grace come blessing after blessing grace upon grace number fourth fact 2 corinthians chapter 8 and 19 lack of time for finish 2 corinthians chapter 8 and 19 and not only that but who was also chosen by the churches to travel with us with this gift which is administered by us to the glory of the lord himself and to show your ready mind the grace which is administered by us the old king james version says the grace that which is administered or distributed by us grace can be distributed you can be a carrier of grace look at somebody and say you are a carrier of the unmerited favor of god you are a carrier of god's grace when you go to school you are a teacher with grace when you go to your office you are a entrepreneur an officer with grace when you are a construction you are a constructor with grace when you are a pastor say that your pastor will be pastoring you by grace oh yeah yeah i'm a father in grace not a mother in law mother in grace Come on. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You should be able to distribute that grace. When you come to church, you know why coming to church is important? Because the person sitting next to you is distributing the graces upon him. Oh yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. When you say amen, when you say each other, say this, say that, you are ah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are administrating your grace. Ninda Agatolla Krabani Pangakia. Aditala when ordinary some sarikim ball. Aditala when any other Tudum ball. Hallelujah. You are distributing the grace. Even as a pastor, Paul said in Philippians chapter 1, you are a partaker of my grace. When you are coming to church, there is a grace that has upon me that will freely flow into you. 
if you are willing to honor it and receive it everything that is upon me is distributed freely every friday every sunday if you want to take it <laughs> that's why spiritual fathers are important on a father's day you will get the wells you have not dug you will get the houses you have not built ah yeah yeah you will get the impartations you are not worthy of it is distributed in grace freely i received freely i give gold and silver have i none yeah 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 in the name of jesus hallelujah i have a grace to tell you get up and walk hallelujah get up and heal get up and set free yeah 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 blessed be the name of the lord paul distributor to receive thankfulness you need to believe something new is going to take over your life from this minute 12:30 pray 17 june 2018 hal next minute yeah a new grace yeah some of us never receive it because of unthankfulness hallelujah that's why prayer is not individualistic god has called called us to be an island ottekku prarthikkan pattilla kudumbamayittu kootaiyame prarthikkumbo deiva kripa deiva samrakshana praise the lord look at somebody and say i'm connected i'm not an island i'm connected to each other i'm connected to church you can never pray being an island god is not there is corporate prayer there is corporate praise there is corporate worship when saul and silas worship together chain was broken let me tell you something when you pray cooperatively not only will the chains be broken the chain maker will never make a chain again ah yeah 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 palava 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 the chain maker will never make a chain again against your life god is giving you such a grace that chain that you have seen in your life will not be made against anymore in your life give it glory and praise come on church put your hands together receive it receive it staying connected is important to peter chapter 3 and 18 and i finished last fifth fact about verse but grow in the grace and knowledge of our lord and save jesus christ to him be the glory both now and forever amen amen there is a level of god's grace that you can increase there is a level in grace sometimes you might have only had the grace to hear the word you're going to have the grace to hear and do the word come on some of you had the grace to read the new testament never understood the old testament you will have the grace to understand old and the new some people keep writing notes saturday sunday friday but they have not increased in grace they have increased in knowledge but the bible says not grow in knowledge but grow in the grace of god ah come on not writing not writing after note by note you have to see that grace manifested in your life it is bigger than your head praise the lord grace is bigger than your head but smaller than your heart if your heart is open it will enter your life praise the lord hallelujah we need the grace grace when you grow in grace it goes in different levels last week i said moses had the grace first to look after the sheep a father's sheep when he increased he became the king to rule you would have stepped into a company as a peon but when the grace comes you become a manager ha ah, come on come on come on come on some of you are too discouraged pastor i am called to be a peon my generations were peons i look like a peon i act like a peon my fathers were looking the same i look to the mirror i look the same but you forgot when you were born again your fathers changed your generations changed he was not any more joseph chaco or thomachin but your fathers changed it was abraham isaac and jacob come on come on come on come on <laughs> 
Your fathers change. Your anointing will change. Your face will change. Generational blessing is yours and curses is not your portion. Come on, church. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, CEOs are going to be in this company. CEOs, CEOs, new businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is advancing businesses, new businesses, new ideas, new jobs. Joseph, in Psalm 39:4, Joseph had a grace. I told you last week, had a household management in Potiphar's house. He had the household management, the lat level. But when he went into Potiphar's business, institution management, from household management to institution management, become the warden. When he went to the jail, he became the warden there, institutional management. But later, he got into national management, international management. You are the manager for the state level. You're going to move into national level. Our church would have been limited to a voice in the Bangalore city. In few places, it is going to move forth into all the places. Yeah, 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 yeah. In all levels, we give you praise. Because grace has levels. He became the distributor of the bread because he increased in grace. When you increase in grace, you'll distribute. You will be the head and not the tail, above and not the beneath. You will not borrow, but hallelujah, you will give unto many nations. Come on, hallelujah. Don't sit with the past grace, but increase in grace. Lift your hands and I will increase in grace. Hallelujah. Continue in grace. Increase in grace. When you hear the word, this word carries the grace. This word is called the grace, the word of his grace. Oh, come on church. That's why it should not go to your head. It goes to your heart, heart, heart. That's why I said, we cannot be fast. We need to wait till the word sink into our heart. We cannot say we have to catch a bus. We have to say, I will wait till the final blessing. I will wait, hallelujah, till everything is mine. Come on church. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. How many of you will say, fill me with the grace. This grace came upon Noah in Genesis 6, 6 to 8. The Bible says, this Noah found this grace in the sight of God. When all the people around him went down, God lifted him up. There's a grace to lift you up this morning. There's a grace to lift you up. Lift your family. Lift your future. Lift your career. Lift you out of that sin. Lift you out of that bondage. Lift you out of that thinking. Lift you out of that generational curse. Lift you out. Lift you up. The grace... Not only lifted him up, Noah's generation was set apart. What will this grace do? It will set you apart. Hallelujah. What is this grace does? It kept them from Nippah. Generational calamity. This grace will keep you from Nippah. Or Pani, whichever. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Come on. When everybody got, did not get a chance, Noah got a chance. When this grace comes, you will get a chance. You will get a chance into state teams, national teams, international teams. When this grace comes, you will get a chance to, to get into those companies, those positions where you would have never dreamt about. Uh, start dreaming, start dreaming, start dreaming. You will get into businesses you never thought you could ever become. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Start dreaming, start dreaming. He will give you a chance. When everybody was bored, Noha arose. Come on. When grace comes upon you, you will be a mystery to yourself and you will be mystery to others. Come on. I call forth and I believe and I speak forth. Your life will be a mystery. 
hallelujah to you and to your generations and to your family you will be a mystery to yourself and to others in the blood name of jesus i declare it by faith your life your children your generations will be a mystery to you and to others in the name of the lord hallelujah hallelujah because grace will make you so loaded that everybody will want to hang around with come on hallelujah amen say i'm going to be loaded i'm going to be look at somebody and say i'm going to be loaded brother i'm going to be loaded sister watch out watch out watch out watch out grace will allow you to know that you're god's favorite so much of honor that will come upon your life upon your generations that the enemy will get tired and leave your life oh yeah yeah there is so much blessing i saw i saw the backbone of the enemy broken today this morning he will not come behind you again certain areas in your life backbone of the devil come on you can give a bigger shout of praise bigger hallelujahs bigger shouts yeah 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 blessed be the name of the lord but grace of god will not come when you envy when you think why should i he lives in a bigger house he has a better ministry i told you what you dislike will not you will lack what you don't like you will lack when you see the grace upon somebody never fight it never attack it like it embrace it praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord look at somebody and say embrace your grace brother i just hug it i just love it oh you are graced when you see something good in them celebrate it speak less negativity let the positivity of your mouth let your mouth be seasoned with salt when your conversation with seasoned with salt not in front of people even behind doors may your tongue be guarded may the roof of your tongue may the roof of your mouth be guarded by the grace of god may your seasoned with grace your conversation seasoned with grace if you are searching some faults don't search faults if you are searching search grace search grace search grace and good in somebody hallelujah amen because when you celebrate grace in somebody this grace will hang on to you this grace becomes your leader this grace i like this to teach this person i like to be his leader i will lead him ha uh, now how will you stand in grace how will you stand in grace one thing depend on the grace to be committed to the grace of god depend on the grace to be committed to jesus christ amen jesus in the garden of gethsemane was sweating his sweat and blood in the garden when judas came he had what is called deceptive commitment everybody said deceptive commitment outside he looked committed 3 years he looked committed but he had deceptive commitment when a problem comes he immediately left and betrayed deceptive commitment jesus said what do you want what do you seek நீ என்ன நோக்குற என்ன நினைக்க வேண்டே கழிப்பிக்கின ஒரு சமர்ப்பணம் டிஸ்ட்ரக்டிவ் கமிட்மென்ட் ஜூடஸ் ஹட் ஜான் 18:7 what are you seeking sometimes when you look at people they never happy never satisfied what do you what do you want peter took the sword and cut the ear of the soldier who came to arrest jesus he had something called carnal commitment john 18:10 carnal commitment it will not last he still denied the lord jesus is saying what we want is not the sword of the flesh but the sword of the spirit which is the word of god but what jesus had was something called purposeful commitment everybody say purposeful hallelujah that's what we need if i want to do what god has asked me to do hallelujah what we want 
is purposeful commitment jesus said i want to do the will of god the will of the father purposeful commitment praise the lord commitment that takes you to your pentecost days your fire hallelujah leads you to the fire of the holy ghost hallelujah praise the lord purposeful commitment amen grace increases in your life when you have purposeful commitment rick warren said there are two important days in your life the day that you were born to your family to your parents and that the day that you knew that you were born to by god born to god born for god look at the people god increases they had purposeful commitment what are you seeking this morning bible says great grace was upon them while the church was persecuted these people prayed together and god released great grace when they were tried to silence them they shouted all the more when they were threatened they stood up hallelujah when they were asked to leave they said we rather obey god hallelujah glory to god than people they had purposeful commitment when you have purposeful commitment it doesn't matter the meeting is in ramurthy nagar mg road alsur 2 hours from here 3 hours from here when you have purposeful commitment you will come there praise the lord Rajesh's daughter I'm very proud of her. Anna comes used to come for 5 years traveling 45 minutes 40 how many 45 kilometers one side to come attend Sunday meeting for 5 years she travel 90 kilometers on a Sunday. Praise the Lord. No wonder I love her father and her mother has raised up children with purposeful commitment. Just imagine next week I'm going to announce we're going to ship this meeting out but you can still come for passage is not closed. This taxi is sent. Everything is done. People call you from next week onwards don't allow the teachers of the kids church to come and wait on next to your house for your kids teach them purposeful commitment i like what pastor said he says if it's a, if it's a sunday and if the children ask do i have to go to kids kids church as parents we are not teaching purposeful commitment tell them to get up ready eat your breakfast you have to meet your savior you have to taste this grace teach them hallelujah the kids church kids faculty does not have to wait your house can you send your kid can you send your kid come on church it's your kids and not theirs khabarabas prayer you pray to have purpose commitment amen hallelujah hallelujah may god's grace be increase in you and your family let's close our eyes in prayer great grace was upon them all grace grace great grace